Hey there, welcome to the Coaches Connect. I am your host, Latoya Nicole, organizational coach, best selling author, and belief therapist. Tune in weekly for tools and strategies to help you go from goals to accomplished. Besides, you owe it to yourself. Hello, everyone. You are tuned in to another episode of the Coaches Connect. I am your host, Latoya Nicole. And today I wanted to talk about anthologies. Now, this episode of the Coaches Connect is called Author's Hour. And the topic is going to be co-authoring. Okay. So I love anthologies. I love them because it is a great way to establish yourself as an author through short works. The short works help you build your writing skills. You you do more of them, you help them build your writing skills. You can be the visionary of one or you can join others in anthologies. It's completely up to you. But the cool thing about an anthology, if you are the visionary, and you're going to facilitate the anthology and self-publishing, whatever, create a budget, you divide it by the number of authors, and boom, you have the fee that everybody needs to pay. Because there there is an investment to being a part of an anthology. Um, I've been in anthologies that range from $200 to $750. They, they do get pricey, but what I would say is if you're a part of of any anthology, it doesn't matter if it's $200, have an understanding of what you're getting, especially you visionaries. Make sure that you are getting an ISBN number and that the publisher is not using the free one on Amazon, okay? Make sure that it includes formatting and formatting is formatting. So if you get the book formatted for paperback, Whoever formats the book should be formatting it for an ebook already. There shouldn't be separate costs for anything once you have paid the fee. So this is why it's important to look at what you're getting and ask questions. Look at what you're getting and ask questions. So here are some reasons why co-authoring is is good. I already said one, it helps you um, publish short writings because you know we'll we'll only do one chapter a piece. But um, it also helps you to promote a common cause. They help you expand your network. And it doesn't matter if you are the visionary whose name is on the front or a contributing author. It doesn't matter. You're in the book, you're an author, your name is in there. So you can use this book to build from just like anybody else. So it can expand your network. You can take your chapter, go on platforms and talk about the message. Okay. And of course, it's going to help build um, awareness. I used to tell because I facilitated an anthology. I used to tell the co-authors in that book all the time, work the book. The Coaches Connect is the name of the book work the book even if one of them wanted to start a podcast surrounding what um the the book title or whatever they could have done that they could have started a blog 
because if you're a coach, you should have a blog. You know what I'm saying? If you're a coach, you should have a podcast. You should have a platform. And this is the things that I was teaching them, building their platforms. I was teaching them things that I didn't even realize because I was in, in school at the time that we were putting the book together to become a publisher. And I'm teaching them things that I either got from dreams or got the download while I was meditating. And then I start school and it's the exact same stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be doing this. But yeah, um, if you are a visionary, I hope you are helping your authors build their author platform. Because if you want this book to continue um, being talked about, then you're you're not the only one that needs a platform, the author platform. Because a lot of people join anthologies and they have never written anything. They don't even have an author platform. Their message, the message of their brand may not be the message of your book. They just want to be in a book. But you have to show them how to do that as a visionary. There are things that visionaries have to do. And all visionaries don't. But that doesn't have to be you. You can be the one that's different. Okay? Okay. So, of course, um, when you're doing an anthology, you want to you wanna get organized. Because you want to know it's some things that you want to know. You want to know what the common cause is. You want to have a description already already typed up so when you start your call for authors, then you can better explain to them what the book is about. And then you want to know what is required of them. So you know everybody needs an author bio. Okay, how long do you want their author bio to be? There needs to be a deadline for, for all submissions. When do you want that to be? First, you need to determine when you want to publish it and make sure you're not publishing a book around a major holiday or anything like that. So once you determine when you want to publish it, you can work with your publisher to determine when is a good deadline. Now, if you're self-publishing, make sure if you're if you want to publish in August, Make sure everybody has their stuff turned in the beginning of June, at least, at least, because you have to give the editors an opportunity to edit the entire book and they're editing different chapters from different people. And then you want to give, um, get the formatting done. And then once you get that done, you want to go do your copyright. So make sure that you're giving yourself enough time. Okay. And let's see here. What else do you want to consider? I'm flipping pages because, of course, I have written in my notes. Um, determine how much you want the book to be. Now, as the visionary, because your anthology should be uploaded to your KDP. Now, ask your publisher this. This. If you're self-publishing, it's going to be on there anyway. But understand this. If you upload, you, if your book is uploaded to your publisher's KDP account, make sure that it's clear how you're going to get your royalties. Honestly, honestly, I wouldn't even publish a book, uh, an anthology anymore under a publisher's 
KDP account. I wouldn't do that anymore. So if if you're listening to me, your it wouldn't it would be easy for your publisher to get your sign in information, upload your book, and then you can just go change your password after the fact after they're done. It's not hard because when it comes to you uploading your book onto your publisher's KDP, then the question about your royalties, when are you going to get them? How often are you going to get them? I've published a book before with a publishing company and I haven't gotten one royalty check. So this isn't something that I'm just saying I've been through it. I've experienced it. You can create your own KDP account and your and that person can either walk you through uploading it or they can upload it for you. But ever since I started my courses and I've connected with other publishers and authors, when I when I say something about a book being uploaded to somebody else's KDB account, they're like, what? You know what I'm saying? Unless they gave you an advance, meaning you got so much money and then they uploaded the book on their account because now the royalties are going to be how you pay them back. And that's usually traditional publishing companies. And those are the ones that you go and pitch your book to when they take your book and blah, 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 blah. I don't even really know too many people around here that's doing that yet. But I'd love to meet someone. If you've done that before, I'd love to meet you and talk to you, have a conversation so we can talk about that. But when you're talking about anthologies, I, I don't know any, any people with anthologies that have done that. So your anthology should be on your own KDP account and you can order author copies for your authors. And basically, when you determine the cost of the book, so when I go on Amazon and look at your book, it's going to cost $15.99, $20.99, whatever. But for your authors, when you order those author copies so that they can take them and go to all these different events, then it shouldn't, it shouldn't be any more than $5 a copy. So you would be responsible for ordering those and sending those out to your authors. All right. <laughs> Um, your call for submissions. How are you going to do that? Like, what does that look like? Do you have an email list? Because remember, a lot of people who are deciding to write a book, some of them, especially in anthology, some of them have clients already that they can just send an email blast out to, while others are just in the building phases. They're, they're just starting out. So you have to be creative on how you're going to bring people in. And then they and then it can get hard and tricky because they need to know that they can trust you. So social media, email list, and different networking events that you go to. Get your get your authors. And 10 to 12 is a great number. I say 12 cuz I actually wanted 12 in the coaches connect. I had a couple of people fall off and it brought me down to 10, but 10 is still a good number. That is a great number because, you know, I know most people want 
50 people in their book because <laughs> you have a better chance of making more money off of it because remember the visionary gets the royalties so but when it comes to 50 people would will you be able to help 50 people with the branding strategies marketing strategies and building and building their author brand because as the visionary you you know it would be nice if you would do that all right and I think I said schedule the release date. And then you can also order a preliminary book cover. So the preliminary book cover is basically, it's not going to be the full thing. It's just an idea to show them. Because one thing about it that I learned, not having a book cover um, quickly, people weren't, you know, I got a lot of questions. <laughs> and they weren't really questioning me. Because I was sending over information from the publishing company. It was just that they were um, questioning the publishing company. But eventually I got my group. And I'm grateful for each and every one of them. And the work they've done. And the work that they continue to do. Because continuously I tell them to work the book. I just um, recently talked to one of the authors. She spoke out in California. And guess what? She sold all of her books. All of the Coaches Connect books were sold. So the Coaches Connect, the Coaches Connect everywhere. Because they're, I mean, there are people that was at that event that probably weren't from California. So we probably hit a, a lot of states just from her one networking event. So if you have 10 people, and sometimes those 10 people are going to be in 10 different states, your book is in several different states at one time. So co-authoring is amazing. It's just about pulling the group together, everybody working together. Because when that book publishes, no, let me take that back. Before the book publishes, it is everybody's responsibility to promote and market. Because your publishing company is not responsible for promoting and marketing. Now, depending on who own it, and if you're one of their friends, they'll share your stuff. But if you're not somebody that, you know, you're just another old customer to them, they're not going to share anything. But it, at the end of the day, it's not their responsibility anyway. It's yours. So just make sure you, you have done what you need to do. I know people who write solo projects like myself, I had to build a promo team. But if you have a group of people that's writing a book for, with you, that is your promo team. You just need to give them instructions on what to do and when to do it. And make sure you have a release party, a virtual release party. Make sure you have a, a virtual book tour. So if you have 10 people, you can you can tour an entire week. And it could be you and, one, and a couple other your authors on the platform discussing the book. Have a book tour. Okay? I, I may do a three-day book tour with my new book. And I'm just going to go go online, go live on my YouTube channel, Facebook, and Instagram and just talk about my book. So consider that. And if, you, if you're self-publishing, make sure that you have an, a good editor, um, a quality editor. Make sure you do that. And if you go through a publishing company, the publishing company should be providing the edits. Now, check with your publishing company 
to make sure that the edits are going to include developmental and, and copy. Most of the time, it's just copy editing. I've read some anthologies that were developmentally horrible. There was no flow. The story didn't make sense. So make sure you're asking these type of questions. I've read a lot of them like that. These were, these were potentially great stories, but they didn't flow. And what happens is when someone picks up a book like that, they're not going to want to read it because it's not making, it's all, it's all over the place. It's not making any sense. And I offer that service. If you are writing in it, I actually just finished someone's chapter last night. She, she's been in several anthologies. I can see the growth in her writing. It's amazing. All I did was take and and shift some things around and change some of the verbiage and she was good to go. So now she can turn her chapter in and get her copy editing done and voila, she has a beautifully written chapter in that book. All publishing companies don't do that. So when you're seeking, if you if you're coming up with this idea, do some research on the publishing companies. I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that hard. I know I know a lot of us just like to go with the person that we know. And I'm just going to use this same person all the time. But once you become educated on things, you need to ask questions. Because you'll you'll learn you're sometimes you're paying a lot of money and you're getting bare minimum work. So just look into that. All right. And let's see here. I think that's all I want to say about the anthologies. And I think I mentioned the ISBN number. You should be getting an I. You should not be publishing an anthology. And the publishing company is adding a free ISBN number. And this is how you can tell if the ISBN number was the free one that was used or it was paid for. If it was free, Amazon is listed as the publisher. If the, if the publishing company paid for it, then the publishing company's name would be listed. And if you're doing, if you're already a part of an anthology and you're paying $500 per author, there is no way you should be using Amazon's free ISBN. You should have a paid ISBN. That is important. That is very, very important. Okay. So I hope this information has helped you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Coaches Connect Authors Hour. Have a great week. Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode of the Coaches Connect. Please share if you found it to be beneficial. Make sure you follow the podcast to stay in the know of all new episodes. Have an amazing day.